What's up, End Times Church? This is your brother Nico, and welcome to the Rumble Reverend. Uh, today, I'm going to be reading out of, of the book of Revelation, chapter 13, uh, starting at verse 11 through 18. And the reason that I'm going to be reading from that is because of today I read a news article that really, um, well, obviously caught my attention. You know, especially since um, I'm employed by uh, a, I work at a stadium. I work for security at Chase Field. Um, so today, the news report was out of Las Vegas. And the new stadium, the new Raider, Raider Stadium stadium that's being opened uh, this season. Um, first game that day uh, on the website for Allegiant Stadium states that you must show proof of your vaccination in order to enter. And that's for any event, not just NFL events. That's for any event going forward after that Monday night game. Uh, anybody entering that stadium must have a proof of vaccination. I don't know of any other stadiums that I yet that will do that. Oh, that I've done that. I know that at Chase Field, we were told that you're they're not going to ask and you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want, whether or not you have it or not, which is nice, which is good. It gives people the choice if they want to wear. And there's people who still wear a mask and that's okay. Uh, and there's some who, you know, who have their vaccination and such. But when I read that news article... It reminded me of this. It reminded me of Revelation 13. Now, you're going to have some people who will mock the idea that it could be a barcode or a, some kind of tattoo or uh, or even an implanted chip. Um, because, you know, they, they like, you know, aside from the buying and selling you know, it's a mark of loyalty to the and, and worship to the to the beast, and I agree with that. But in the same on the same note, we also read a revelation that those who have the mark of the Holy Spirit, who, who are marked by God, will not take the mark of the beast. It's those whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life that will take. The mark of the beast. So I believe that if you're a born again Christian, you will know when the time is right whether or not to take this mark or not, because you'll recognize it. Right now, I believe that they're getting us ready. They're conditioning us, getting us ready to accept. You know, everything is seems to be chaotic, but it's falling into place. It's really fallen into place. I know a few months ago, I reported that uh, the Jews had proclaimed a new Messiah. And then all of a sudden, they just wanted everybody to shut up. And they were mocking everybody who, who, who reported on it and everything. But yet, you know, I've, I've continued to look into it. You know, and it's just really mysterious. Because in the, the way things... The way things are working out, 
If this man was not who they said he was, then why did they say it to begin with? And then if it was wrong, then why all of a sudden we got to hurry up and shush, got to shush, got to be quiet, can't be saying that. So, I'm not saying who is the Antichrist or anything like that, but we know that the Bible says that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work. So, well, at least we know that. And, we've, and we have recognized that over generations, Satan has always had somebody ready just in case, because even Satan doesn't know when his time will be. But he has to be ready so that when that time comes, he has a man ready to, to accomplish what he has been tasked to do. So, the article reads that the stadium requires a proof of vaccination. And because if you even if you have the proof, you don't have to wear your mask. Uh, prior to doing this podcast, I watched this video uh, where this pastor is talking about how the mark of the beast is not only something that you use to buy and sell, but also it's a mark of loyalty and worship. So anyway, let, before we do all of that, Let's before I read the word, um, and before I go any further, um, let me pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you to speak to us today. Reveal to us the mysteries that we don't know. God, increase our wisdom. Lord, give us understanding. Give us discernment, and Lord. Help us to know what will be the mark of the beast. And God, I pray when the time comes, I pray that we would do whatever we have to do to reject it, whether even if it costs our lives. But God, I pray also, I remove myself, God. I pray, use me, because I'm imperf- I am not perfect. I'm just a man, I'm but dust. But Lord, you are perfect and you are mighty. And God, I pray that you would use me to speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Revelation chapter 13, um, verse 1. Now, before I go, one thing that I have to say, it really grinds my gears when I hear people say the book of Revelations, plural. Like, no, it's not the book of Revelations. It's the revelation of Christ. But you can just call it the book of Revelation. Not Revelations, Pearl. I mean, if you want to sound stupid, go ahead and say Revelations with an S. But if you want to sound smart, say the book of Revelation, and that's it. Chapter 13, verse 1. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on uh, his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a, a blasphemous name. Now... The beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon, who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, 
Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blasphemy his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Verse 9. If anyone has ear an ear, excuse me, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity, and he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Alright, so this is this next verses 11 through 13, 18 are where I really want to focus. I just wanted to get context. Uh, the full context before we get into this so that way we get the full thing of this chapter what what the apostle john was trying to say uh, so keep in mind what just happened at this stadium the chapter to have a, a, a proof now may it may now start as your vaccination card a screenshot a barcode on your phone but we know that there is technology now and we know it and it's all quote unquote for convenience right we know there's stores where you don't need to you can just go in and come out because if you have the chip it just charges your account you don't have to do anything we know that there's places where you know if they put the chip in your hand when you when you go to the barcode reader at the door you just put your hand up boom you're in no more cards, no more lanyards, none of that. It's on your card. Your dick, you get paid, boom, it's on your, it's on that. How convenient to have it on your right hand. Oh, but what if I lost my right hand? What if I went to the war and my arm got blown off? Oh, well, that's okay. We'll just put it on your forehead. Or if you really want to be down, put it on your forehead. The other day, if, and I, I don't know how widespread this devices in Walmart but I've seen it in two Walmarts in two different states one here in Arizona and when I've gone to San Diego in California there is a um, they take your temperature or not your temperature but like your it's one of those uh, where you sit down and they check your pressure and check your weight and stuff well one thing I saw was that it has two barcodes scanners one that's to your right under the screen and it has enough room where you can stick your hand under it. And then for whatever reason, there's a barcode above the screen and, there, and the barcode's right there so that if you had if you had the mark of the beast on your forehead, you just put your head to it, bam, scans the barcode or scans the mark or you're in your hand. Obviously, then you know, they're not using it now, but they're getting ready. It's already there. You know, um, this video that I watched, this brother, one thing I really hate is listening to people who say they're pastors and they're preachers, and when they preach, it's just a joke to them. 
It's, and, and the people who believe wrong, it's just, they're just a joke to them. I, I watched this video and I just was so disgusted. I only watched like half of it, you know, because I was just like, this dude's just mocking people who, who may have it wrong. What if he's wrong? But he's mocking us because he's, oh, well, I went to seminary and I'm such a brainiac. But you can, go, you can go ahead and mock people like that instead of preach it to them. You know, he's saying, well, if it's, you know, in the video the guy was saying that, well, if it's literal, if it's a literal mark, then it's got to be his literal name or the literal 666 written on, on their forehead or on their hand. <sighs> yeah. I mean, but I can go ahead and take eyeliner and write 666 on my hand and on my forehead and what, can they still let me go by? Or, you know, let's make it a little more difficult. Let's put, put computer chips into people and we put everything on there like as if it's like a digital wallet. There's money's there, there's social security's there. Whenever they, they scan that, whatever system they scan it into, it pulls up their stuff. They have that technology. They can. They have the technology to stop you from getting money. They can do that with all this cashless stuff. Once they get rid of cash, they can do that. They want to shut you down. Boom! They just cut you off. They freeze your assets. They can't do that before. Now they can. They can stop you from buying and selling because if you don't have the mark, you don't have it. And and, and it could be conditioned. I'm not saying that the vaccine is the mark, but what I'm saying is they're going to use. The, this this pandemic and le- legislation in order to push this mark because eventually it's going to come we're already in the end times folks and we were we're already seeing prophecy come true and every day we step forward it's another day step forward to the return of Christ it's it's inevitable it's going to happen the lord said he, it would happen it's promised to us and we got to have faith in God's word. We got to have faith. That's where faith is. It's having faith in that God will accomplish what he has said he would do. He will accomplish his promises. And if God has said that these things have to happen before he comes back, then so be it. Even so, come Lord Jesus. So let's read verse 11 through 18. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and causes the earth and and those who dwell in uh, dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men pause that can be done I don't know if you guys I know that um, sci-fi has played with the idea but I'm pretty sure that with all these supposed satellites that they're putting up in the sky and all that stuff you know couldn't they make couldn't they put a satellite in the sky and somebody have control on earth and they can make it rain fire from heaven just an idea. I mean, I don't know how much power this Antichrist will have. You know, I know it has power, but I don't know how the extent of it. Would it be literal fire? Or will he try to mimic and copy 
using technology to drop fire from heaven using a satellite, you know, maybe like a DOD satellite or a drone. Just, just, uh, just something to think about. Uh, verse 13, he performs great signs so that even he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Verse 14, and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. So, by these signs and wonders, this the Antichrist is going to deceive many. So we have to. This is why we have to be careful, Christians. You know, with all the signs and wonders stuff. I, I I'm not a cessationist, but I also believe that there has there's a way of doing it, and I'm not. I'm personally not sure how how it's done, um, but I know the main ingredient, the main thing. Is God? You gotta have the Holy Spirit. You gotta have the anointing. That's how this. That's how the disciples were able to do their miracles and preach the gospel and and face martyrdom and and, and face prison and whippings and beatings and shipwrecks and all that kind of stuff because of the Spirit. Because within ourselves we can't do anything, but with God we can accomplish all things. Verse fifteen. He granted power to give breath to the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So if you don't worship the, the beast, you'll be killed. He causes all. This is where we want to focus. Verse 16. He causes all, both small and great, rich, poor, free, and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. So it's on, the, on their hand or, or forehead. So I guess you get a choice, apparently. Verse 17, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Like I said earlier, I could take a Sharpie, I could take a pen, I could take my wife's eyeliner, put whatever, write it on my hand, write it on my forehead, okay, here you go. I mean, would that be enough? I don't think so. You know, the devil wants to try to mimic and copy God because he can't be God. He's not God. So, I don't know. This is just, this is oppression. This is, this is, this is bad. Um, Here is wisdom. Verse 18. Let him who has understanding, calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. So it's a man, and his number is 666. So, once again, I want to repeat, I don't believe the jab is the mark of the beast. Although, me personally, I'm waiting for them to come out with a better vaccine that doesn't cause side effects that are causing um, and also um, not only that I don't understand how a vaccine that's supposed to prevent you from getting a disease can allows you to get it again you know it's just like wearing a seatbelt 
when you don't need to wear any uh, outside of your car. Like, well, just in case you get in an accident outside of your car, wear your seatbelt. <laughs> what? Anyway, just a meme I saw. <laughs> anyway, so, but what I'm saying though is this, is that they're preparing us. They're preparing us. This is a preparation. Um, I'm not a Raiders fan, but I was a Charger fan for a long time. I was born and raised in San Diego, and my family was a Charger family. So I know how loyal Raiders fans are. And and I'm sorry, but it's worship, bro. You know, y'all worship the Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders are. I mean, it's not just the team. It's like you guys also worship the logo and the color and all that stuff. And just, I don't know. I just, it's it's worship, man. We have to be careful. You know, the Bible says that those, those who are going to take the mark of the beast will not be of God. That's it. So... When if when that time comes, don't take it. If you're of God, you will not take it, even if it means you'll get killed. Because it says in Revelation also that we will overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. And they always cut this off, but even by even by not loving our life, even unto the death. I so hate when people cut that part off. Because they don't want to talk about death. Because it's too much of a commitment. It's like, yeah, your faith one day may cause you your life. Salvation was free. Jesus suffered and paid for it. But the sanctification and and to bear the name, it may cost you. It might cost you a job. It might cost you a relationship. It might cost you your family, it might cost you your friends, it might cost you your money, it might cost you your house, it might cost you your car, it might cost you your health, it could cost you your life, literally. But they don't want, but people don't want to talk about that. That's why you got pastors who are, who will say, oh, it's not the, it's not a chip, it's not a tattoo, it's just worship and loyalty. Well, those, think about it. The scripture says that before we're born again, we are children of wrath. We are the children of Satan. And we know that Satan doesn't even want worship. All he wants is for us to stop worshiping and focusing on Christ. Because if he can do that, then he can deceive us and he can trick us. And he doesn't need worship. He doesn't, where he's going, he don't need it. He doesn't need worship. He just needs to stop you from doing it. Whenever I've seen interviews, for example, with uh, members of the uh, Church of Satan, they say, we don't even worship Satan. We kind of just worship ourselves. Well, there it is. You go back to Revelation. You go back to Genesis 3 at the fall of man. What was the deception? Oh, well, God doesn't want you to be like him so that's why he doesn't want you to take from the fruit so take from the fruit and, and you become like God it's the same deception it's just labeled different okay so maybe they don't stand there and worship a, a, 
an upside down crucifix or, or, or an actual like a statue of Satan or something but the, 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 the gospel of, of Satan which is that man can be like God that is the deception people already think that way when you ask somebody who's not born again they think they're a good person because well I do good things and God's going to judge me on my good things, not my bad things. And my good things outweigh my bad things. Like, that's not the way it works. Because God measures by his perfect standard. And if you don't meet it, it, it it'll cost you your life. Your eternal life. Because everyone's going to be alive. I mean... The people who and, and the devils and the and the angels who who fell away, they'll be alive because they're going to suffer forever. And they're going to burn forever. They they'll live forever, but in eternal suffering. For us, we're born again. We'll experience eternal life in paradise because we stay faithful because we believe in Jesus Christ. So, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that it is a chip or anything like that. But just be watch watching. Watch the news. You know, and if there's something that comes up on your storyline, on your social media, and you're just like, I don't know why this calls my attention, pray about it. You know, it could be the Holy Spirit getting your attention about something and Maybe you need to read it. And maybe right now you don't understand, but later you will. Like, whoa, I remember I read something about this and this is how this and that connect. And it could be beneficial to you and to somebody else. So let's pray. Um, Let's just pray and let's put our trust in God. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this teaching out of the book of Revelation, we ask you, Lord, your word, that it, your word, your your word says that any every word that proceeds out of your mouth shall not return to you void. So we pray that the, your word does not return to you void, but that there is fruit in it. That God, that we would apply your word. God, I pray, help us, help us, Lord, to discern what is the mark of the beast, so that we don't so that we don't take it, because the word says that. Those who take it do not have the name written in the Lamb's book of life. But Lord, your word says that those who do have their name written in the Lamb's book of life have the authority to cast out demons and to raise the dead and to heal the sick and to, to, to perform miracles and also to speak in tongues and also all the other spiritual gifts of faith. And uh, in the leadership and, and evangelism and and, 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 and uh, prophetic utterances and such. Lord, we just pray to be ready to receive your Holy Spirit and your outpouring. We ask you, God, anoint us. We ask you, God, make us ready because we know that uh, our enemy is great, but God, you are greater than our enemy. Because in 1 John 4, 4, it says that he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. So we ask you, God, that you would be greater than our enemies. I pray, God, that you bless my listeners. I pray, God, help me, Lord, 
as I try to do these podcasts and, and convey these messages. And we just pray also for the people in Afghanistan who are stuck there right now. We ask you, God, for help. Um, and also in Haiti, that you send aid there. We pray for your people in those countries. Keep them safe and keep them in the faith. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, so I have a couple more updates here. So um, just a couple prayer requests, uh, personal ones I want like is um so i sold my house i just um and i have to vacate my home by the first of september it's a couple weeks away and um still haven't found a place to live uh looking i don't know exactly yet when yet when i'm gonna get um paid for the house but apparently the the amount is gonna be substantial because the realtor said that i got more than what he's seen so praise the lord because we've been praying about that that we would get more than what than what we would ask and, and apparently that happened i don't know the amount yet but praise god but you know i want to use that amount to either rent a new place and i've even had the thought about buying another house and using my gi bill if my credit is good enough um but i'm okay you know, if I find another apartment, I just need to be able to afford it because uh, rent and mortgage is not cheap in Phoenix, Arizona anymore. Thanks, Californians and everybody else moving in because y'all just shot up everything here. Everything's so expensive. The food, the gas, the rent, everything. This place is becoming L.A. just like they didn't want to back in the 80s. It's becoming L.A. It's bad. I don't even want to live here no more, honestly, but the Lord has me here, and that's where I'm going to be until he decides to send me somewhere else. Um, but anyway, so I'll pray for that. I, I, me and my wife and my kids would be able to find a place that we can that we can live and we can afford. Um, I've also been kicking around the idea about going back to school, but I've been praying about for what, because I don't know what. I would be good at, you know, I, I, I've been, I, you know, I was in the army. I, I went to school and got a degree and all that, and you know, it just didn't work out. But I think part of the reason why it didn't work out was because it wasn't God's plan. Now I want to, you know, I'm trying to do it the Lord's way. And I believe that part of the reason why I'm working at the D-backs is because I think the Lord wants me to get into either sports management or sports medicine. I think. I'm not 100% sure. But I need to know because I have, I'm still able to use my GI Bill. I still have time to use that. And then um, my wife also now, because I'm fully disabled through the VA, she gets education benefits and you know, I don't. I think I think it would be kind of difficult to go from you know n- not having any hope of going to college to hey, you got a free ticket. You know, and then it's like whoa, uh, well, I don't know what to do. So pray for her, my wife Erin, that she would know what to do to go to school for. Um, my son is sick right now. Um, he seems to have like cold um, symptoms. He was he's been at school and he's 
told me that there's kids there who were sneezing and coughing. Do not send your kids sick to school. I I understand people got to work and they ain't got no babysitter. Like, but gosh, come on, man. I don't I, I don't want my kid to be sick. So we took our son to go get a COVID test anyway, just to make sure. So uh, Lord willing, we should find out the results tomorrow. We're hoping that it's just a cold. Um, pray for him too, my son Santino, because you know he's not doing very well in school and he's struggling. And um, it's his first year back from, you know, just like other kids being locked up in the house. So things are different. Um, what else? I think that's it. And just also, um, I've also th- uh, thought about um, shutting down the podcast. Um, reason is, I'm just not getting the listenership that I thought I would get. You know, I've put money into this, you know, uh, my own money, to try to advertise and uh, do this, that, and the other, to try to get traffic trying to get people to listen you know um it's just not happening and i do appreciate the people who take the time to listen to my messages and hear me talk and um but i just don't see it i just do not see it i mean you know when i started this i was like you know i want i want my podcast to be more popular than joyce myers or steve furtick's you know, I don't, I want my podcast to be huge, but how? I don't know. And the, I don't know how people advance in, in church. I'm not a church person. I'm a convert. You know, I wasn't raised in this. And it just seems like the whole thing is just sit there, Nick, just sit in the pew, listen to the guy talk and go home. And come back next Sunday. I don't want that. You know? We've been commissioned. And I just want to know what my part is. I just want to know. What what am I supposed to do? You know? And right now, just I don't think it's been revealed just yet. And I'm starting to think that perhaps the podcast isn't a part of it either. Because if... If it was, then there would be thousands or even millions of, of listeners, right? I mean, I know that it's possible because um, I know on I, I'm on Facebook and I'm on a couple pod, Christian podcast groups, and one of the guys who organized the one, you know, he gets on there. And I don't think he realizes, but he's bragging about how many listeners and how many downloads he has. And perhaps he's thinking like, I just, the reason I'm led to believe that, you know, he's bragging is because I really don't see any mention of, hey, praise God, I got this many millions of downloads and, 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 or listeners. I don't know. I just, and and to be honest, I'm going to confess, I'm a little jealous. You know, and the Lord forgive me. And uh, I'm asking God to show me what is success then. What is success? If it's not millions of listeners and millions of downloads and, and none of that, then what is success in the kingdom? What is it then? 
I mean, what is success? Because, I mean, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. You know, I'm taking time. I could be doing something else. I could be boxing up my stuff and send, and putting it in, in my U-Haul storage right now. But I'm right here recording this podcast rather, uh, instead. And uh, I don't know. Um, anyway, so just pray for me just because, you know, I'm having some doubts. And, you know, if it's not God's will for this podcast, then so be it. It's okay. And then if it's he wants me to go to college, cool, I'll go to college. But I'm a little weary about this whole thing. With all this pandemic stuff and all this vaccine stuff and all these mandates and and mass requirements and jab requirements, it's like, I don't know what to pray for. I don't know what to think. Like, should I even try to get into school? Should I even bother? You know, getting into sports medicine if one day they're not going to allow me in because I don't have my vaccine? Or later in the road, well, I'm sorry, can't get in. You don't got the mark. Or whatever they want to call it because it ain't going to be called the mark of the beast. We'll call it that, but everybody else won't. And everybody else will just, ah, it's not that. Whatever. Malarkey. Yeah. Just like they're doing now. They're just brushing it off. I'm not saying it is, but I'm not brushing it off because what if it is? But what if I brushed it off? Oh, whatever. Go ahead, put it in. And then doomed. And not only that, doom other people to the same the same existence that you're going to go because you you just dismissed it all. I know. Keep your eyes open. Be diligent. Keep your eyes open. And, and be suspicious of everything. And pray. Most of all, pray. Ask God to show you. Man, I'm praying. And, and I don't know. So far, things don't look good for this vaccine to me. So far. That's why I'm holding. I, uh, the people that I know who's taken it all have told me. Every single one have told me that they've had some kind of uh, uh, side effect. Or they felt weird. Or they had some kind of headache. Or they had some kind of fungus grow on them. Or they, or, or I've even seen videos who've had the jab and then they take a magnet or something. Uh, or they take a metal de- you know, uh, detector thing and they put it up against their arm and it goes off. Or the magnet sticks onto to the, to that metal part. And that was just an injection. I'm telling you folks... Um, be careful. I'm I'm being cautious. I'm waiting until, you know, they find they get this vaccine right. Because um, people are dying. They've taken the vaccine and they die. There's people who got the vaccine, got COVID, and died, even though they have the vaccine. So what good is it then? But yet you got the Pope. I know I read an article today that the Pope was saying that the vaccine is safe and go ahead and get it. Man, I don't trust the Pope as far as I can throw him. So I I know. I already know that he's a false prophet. So why am I going to listen to him? And I already, you know, and, you know, President Biden's pushing it too. Man, I don't trust that dude either. I think he's heartless. I think that dude is cold. I mean, I, I saw a interview 
And this dude is just so heartless towards the people in a, who live in Afghanistan and not only that, but those who are there serving and those who work for the government. He's just cold. He's heartless. He doesn't care. And that's going to be his demise. He's just an old swamp monster. They, they, they should have never elected him. And where are the liberals now? Where is the outrage now? I guess this is what they wanted, right? Just for the Taliban to come back into power and stronger than ever. We got all this crazy stuff with this vaccine and all this stuff. And we got this weak president, man. This weak president. This dude's weak. He's so weak. And his numbers, his um, approval numbers are dropping. They're plummeting. You know, and I know that Trump wasn't very popular. A lot of a lot of people of color, Native Americans, Chicanos, blacks, didn't like him. I didn't agree with him either. You know, there are some things I would not agree with, but man, the U.S. was doing good. I mean, during his time, I bought my house. So I mean, hey. They, um, I did all right. But now you got all this madness and, and dysfunction and, and lawlessness. Is that what we want? Is that what we want, Christians? Liberal Christians? Democrat Christians? That's what we want? Lawlessness? We want people who who don't belong in our country to come in illegally and, and then begin to draw wick and uh, welfare and get a driver's license and buy a car without a social security number and all of that, right? And they're going to drop all of our benefits. But when we, the citizens, need welfare or WIC for, hey, you know, just a couple months till I get, nope, you make too much money. Well, how much money I got to make? You got to make like some ridiculous like $800 a month. Like, are you serious? There's people who make $800 a month and somehow live? Like, I, I doubt that. Well, they do. They live on welfare. And they live on on uh, on access and uh, and WIC and Medicare and all that stuff. And none of that is wrong. It's just that, and there's some people who abuse the system, and it's those people who ruin it for people who really need it, because then it makes the officials doubt everybody. So when you really need help, they're like, nah, you make too much. Like, but then. You'll see a, a, a baby mama roll up in a in a navigator all done up and everything with her application. They give her a, a, a welfare card. She walks out, dumps in her in her navigator, drives off. Oh, but she can make enough, right? Well, just working the system. It's not the first time and not the last time I've seen somebody do that. Illegal. It's totally illegal. I just, I just you know, I just a firm believer that, you know, you got to work in order to eat. The Bible says that. I mean, if you don't work, you don't eat. You shouldn't eat. Because that will force you to work. But people get all these freebies, man, that they didn't work for. And somebody might try to say, oh, well, you too, Nick. You, you're you getting freebies. I'm like, nah, I'm a disabled veteran. I served nine years in my country, and I went to war twice. I'm all messed up. I put in the work. So I'm, I'm getting a reparation back. <laughs> I'm getting money back. Shoot. Anyway, I've been ranting. I'm sorry. Um, 
but anyway, just please pray for, for me, my house, pray for my, uh, these decisions that I got going on and, and about the podcast and, um, and just pray for our nation and pray for our president and pray, uh, for Haiti and Afghanistan. All right. Have a good one. Bye.